Hey, yo, everyone. We are back with the Crossover Across Time podcast. Um, I didn't introduce myself at the beginning of the episode last time, so I'll do that today. Uh, I'm, of course, the primary host of the show, Karsten. Usually I'm joined by a co-host. These last couple of days, we've not been able to do that simply because of scheduling conflicts. Um, But when we return, and we'll talk about that in in a a moment, um, when we return, we should have uh, a co-host for most, if not all, of the episodes going forward. Um, but that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into things. Today's show, similar to yesterday's show, is going to be a very um, uh, very informal and just kind of quick summarizing. Yesterday, we tried our best to summarize multiple days of NBA action. Uh, today, since we did that yesterday, we have the luxury of not having to do that, uh, but we will summarize a little bit. Uh, We're going to start with the game that we kind of ended a cliffhanger, if you really want to call it that. But we ended the show uh, last time with uh, during the time that the Pelicans and the Lakers were playing. Uh, It was about, I believe, three minutes left in the fourth when we ended the show yesterday. Um, I threw out some kind of random prediction where I said, oh, I think LeBron will, you know, take over and and power the Lakers to a win. The Lakers did end up winning. I don't think that was exactly the story that it followed. Um, looking at the stats for this game, this was a 120-117 to 117 victory in overtime for the Los Angeles Lakers in L.A. at Crypto.com Arena. Still feels weird to call it that. Um, stats for this game, Zion had a strong game for the Pelicans, 27 points. Uh, Valanchunas, 10 boards. McCollum adds 22 points, it looks like. Um, Where is he? Brandon Ingram is potentially still out with injury. Um, Keep you posted on that. LeBron and Anthony Davis, 20 points each. LeBron to 10 boards. Anthony Davis with 16 boards, along with four blocks and a steal. Lonnie Walker in the starting lineup, 28 points for him. He's a guy that was a, a fairly high selection in his draft. Uh, just a few years ago. Let me double check what his pick was. I don't know if he was quite, he was just out of the lottery, 18th pick in the 2018 draft. So not the ultra highly rated prospect, but still, you know, a guy that has a lot of promise or has had and still has promise. Uh, Showing on that in this game, 28 points, as mentioned. Westbrook with 13 off the bench. Matt Ryan, 11 off the bench. Uh, For those of you NFL fans that might be confused, no, we're not talking about the current Colts backup quarterback. Uh, Of course, the guy who played for the Falcons much of his career. No, we're not talking about an NFL quarterback. We're talking about Matt Ryan, the the small forward, who was three of nine from three-point range, 33%. But of course, that didn't matter too much because he hit the game-tying three at the end of regulation to help force overtime. He was uh, you know, the hero in that sense. You look at the headlines for this game. Uh, Ryan's game-saving triple. He was the one who, it was a tough corner, you know, kind of a fading three. Give him credit, incredible shot there, and the Lakers able to win it in overtime. Uh, so that gets us caught up on that game. Of course, the other games we discussed very briefly, uh, the Mavericks beat the Jazz 103-100. to I don't think we talked about that game. We'll summarize everything from yesterday. Mavericks beat the Jazz 103 to 100. Of course, the Jazz have the better record, but you have to think over time the Mavericks 
have, are kind of set up to do a little bit better, but we'll see. You know, Jazz surprised a lot of people. Maybe they can keep it going. Uh, of course, we caught and did a little bit of play-by-play. Uh, the end of the Grizzlies-Trailblazers matchup, Grizzlies won on the road in Portland. Uh, that Mavericks win we just mentioned was in Dallas, so that uh, covers that. Milwaukee Bucks win at home uh, against the Detroit Pistons, 116-91. to Not too many surprises there. Giannis doing his thing. Clippers beat the Rockets on the road, 109-101. to uh, Paul George, 28. Uh, Shangun for the Rockets, 26-13. and 13. Pretty solid stat line there. The Bulls beat the Hornets at home, 106-88. to uh, Ubre 24 points. Vucevic, double-double. The Hawks beat the Knicks on the road, 112-99. DeJounte Murray had a big game, 36 points. Quickly with 16 rebounds for the Knicks. Very exciting there. Uh, the Miami Heat beat the Sacramento Kings, 110-107. to uh, Sabonis for Sacramento, 22-12. and Hero, 26-12. Strong games for both of them. Uh, of course, we did mention the Wizards beat the Sixers in Philadelphia, 121 to 111. Um, and then finally, of course, the Cavaliers barely won at home in overtime, 114 to 113. That was the game we talked about a little bit more in depth last time on the show. Uh, that gets us caught up from yesterday's action. Let's talk about tonight's slate. Uh, fortunately for us uh, and our purposes tonight, there is only uh, two games tonight. One of them is on NBA TV. Let me see if I can go ahead and get that pulled up and and get a better idea of where that game is at in the action. Of course, I've got to log in here. Um, wouldn't be wouldn't be easy, right? If the browser could just remember my login, but that's besides the point. Um, the late the sorry the Thunder and the Nuggets are currently playing. They're in the fourth quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. Thunder up two on the Nuggets. This is in Oklahoma City, so. So we can keep posted on that as we continue the show. Uh, the other game from tonight's slate, the Warriors lost to the Orlando Magic in Orlando. And that's something we're certainly going to have to discuss in detail if current trends uh, continue. We can discuss it a little bit tonight, but the Warriors are definitely struggling, to say the least. They are 3-6 and six at the moment, and you have to think a team like Orlando, a team that I have ranked towards the bottom of the NBA as far as um, – their record, but also their prospects and their talent. They have young talent that's exciting um, with Suggs and Bancaro, but they're still developing. You know, they're in the vein of obviously the Detroit Pistons or the Houston Rockets. You don't expect those teams to be good or very competitive, but the Magic beat them 130 to 129. Uh, very close affair. Let's look at the box score for both of these teams. For the Warriors, Curry. Doing his thing, 39 points. Uh, you wonder almost if he's having to carry a little bit too much of the load. Clay Thompson did provide 27 points of his own on okay percentages, pretty good from three. Uh, Wiggins, 15 points, decent percentages. Looney, 17 points. Jordan Poole, 11 off the bench. Poole looks like maybe struggled with that bench scoring. Scoring wasn't too big of a concern for Golden State, but – Maybe Orlando just did better than people kind of expect. Looking at the, the stats for them, Suggs starting at point guard, and he added 26 points with nine assists. Great stuff from him. It seems like he's been doing a lot better this year than he did last year. Uh, last year as a rookie, had some small flashes, some highlights, but as far as the stats, wasn't what you maybe would hope or expect. This year looks like maybe he's gotten a stronger start 
playing alongside Bancaro, who continues his solid start to his career, 22 points, eight rebounds, three assists and a block, technically playing a small forward uh, position there with Bull Bull and Carter Jr. getting the starts for Orlando tonight. Franz Wagner playing shooting guard adds 19 in that lineup. They also have three guys off the bench with double digit scoring. And so Orlando just played a solid game. They had Suggs leading the way and able to come out on top against Golden State. Of course, uh, not having seen kind of the the play-by-play myself, it's hard to say exactly the, let's see, lead tracker here. Yeah, it looks like Golden State led for most of the way. Orlando uh, took the lead in the fourth and just didn't relinquish the lead. Um, Yeah, very interesting for Orlando to be able to win that game. Um, Also, good to know I have these game charts. Uh, You're probably wondering, why am I hosting this podcast if I am not able to get this data or haven't watched these games all the way? Um, I think it's a valid question. We'll move on. Um, Here we are again, of course, Nuggets and Thunder still playing. Close game. We'll keep posted on that as we can. But that gets us caught up on all current action. Let's look ahead to tomorrow as well as uh, the rest of the weekend. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we will talk about those games as far as what games to look out for. I'm going to gloss over some games that uh, are potentially league pass games and also games that are maybe not the marquee matchups, games that you think you might kind of already know the the outcome. I'll very quickly mention what those games are. Uh, We have Cavs-Pistons in Detroit, uh, Heat in Indiana against the Pacers, Knicks on the road in Philly against Sixers, Nets on the road in Washington against the Wizards. All four of those are league pass games. Um, None of those are too crazy. I would expect the team with the better record to win all of those games, but this season has been a little bit surprising, so you might want to keep an eye out for those games. Uh, First national broadcast game is going to be Bulls at Celtics, uh, 7.30 on ESPN. That should be a pretty entertaining matchup. I think that's a game to to definitely follow. Um, Of course, we know how strong the Celtics got off this season and have had a little bit of a struggle. Maybe they can get right against the Bulls at home. The Bulls, of course, have some some promise, but they do have, of course, injuries with uh, Ball missing potentially this whole season, certainly going to miss a great chunk of the season. Uh, They might have some other injury issues, but I have not kept fully updated on their situation. Uh, Also, sorry, the League Pass games, all four of them, those are at seven. Uh, that Bulls-Celtics game on ESPN, that's 7.30, and all these are Eastern Standard Time. Uh, next couple games at 8 on League Pass, the Hornets visit the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Clippers visit the San Antonio Spurs. I would expect the Clippers to potentially win that game against San Antonio. Uh, Memphis should be able to win against Charlotte, but again, nothing's for sure. Uh, these games can go kind of either way, I guess. Um 8.30 on League Pass, Raptors visit the Mavericks. That's maybe a little bit more of an interesting game. Um, the way the Raptors have played to start the season, wonder if they could kind of, you know, play a spoiler at home for Dallas. We'll keep an ear, you know, eye and an ear out for that. Then the Warriors are on the road in New Orleans against Pelicans. That's also 8.30 on League Pass. Um, see if the Warriors can get right there. Uh, then 
10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. The Milwaukee Bucks visit the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Bucks still undefeated to start the season. Uh, meanwhile, Minnesota, 4-4, four and four, treading water, not doing too bad, but hope would like to be doing better. Uh, that's definitely a game to watch out for uh, as far as marquee matchups. Uh, 10 o'clock as well on League Pass. Trailblazers Suns, that's actually a pretty intriguing matchup. Uh, Trailblazer, again, that's in Phoenix. See if the Blazers can can kind of get right after a little bit of a slip. They lost to Memphis. See if they can beat the Phoenix Suns, who are, you know, certainly top two or three teams in the West. And then finally, the Utah Jazz visit the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, okay. The, uh, you might not think of that as a rivalry. I, I would think of it as at moments – having been a pretty intense rivalry, um, maybe not in recent years. But, uh, of course, the Jazz with the better lake, uh, better record than the Lakers. That's 10.30 on league pass. Uh, of course, I hope the Jazz win. Uh, the Lakers have built some momentum. They've won their last two. Uh, so maybe the Lakers win that one. And, again, it's in L.A., so we'll see on that. That takes us through Friday. Let's look at Saturday. Uh, another big chunk of games here. Interesting. Okay, so 5 o'clock, league pass, the early game slate here. Uh, Sacramento Kings visit the Orlando Magic, two struggling teams, see if they can get, uh, you know, develop their young guys. I guess that's, you know, nothing against either of those two teams. They're, you know, still building. That's kind of the way it goes. Seven on league pass, the Brooklyn Nets visit the Charlotte Hornets. So Charlotte on a back-to-back there. Uh, Pelicans visiting the Hawks on a back-to-back for them as well. That one's at 7.30 on League Pass. Also 7.30, this one on NBA TV, the Boston Celtics visit the New York Knicks. Celtics-Knicks, I think that could be an intriguing game to watch. Uh, Pelicans-Hawks could also be a pretty good game. Um, 8 o'clock League Pass, the Oklahoma City Thunder visit the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks on a back-to-back there. The Houston Rockets visit the Minnesota Timberwolves, a two-game homestand for Minnesota there. That's 8 o'clock league pass, uh, as was Thunder uh, Bucks. 9 o'clock league pass, the Spurs visit the Nuggets. And 10 o'clock NBA TV, the Trailblazers visit the Suns. So the the Trailblazers and the Suns playing back-to-back in Phoenix. Intriguing there. Maybe they split those games and it's kind of a neutral position. Uh, maybe Suns win both. Maybe Trailblazers win both. That's probably a pretty big thing for this weekend to watch out for in that Western Conference race. Trailblazer Suns playing three games back-to-back in Phoenix. That's very intriguing to look for. Spurs Nuggets is interesting as well. Um, And then, of course, some of those previously mentioned games. And finally, if we look to Sunday, this would be the last day of Week 3. We've got four games on the Sunday slate, um, and this will close out Week 3 for us. Firstly, 3.30. Eastern. We got a pretty early game here on League Pass. The Cavs visit the Lakers. Um, of course, LeBron's old team. That really isn't much of a storyline anymore. It's been so long. But you expect the Cavs to stand a pretty good chance in that one. Then two games at six on League Pass. The Bulls visit the Raptors. That could be a very intriguing Eastern Conference matchup, two of the better teams in the East. And the Washington Wizards visit the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, not too much there. I would expect the Grizzlies to win, but again, we don't we don't know for sure. And then ten o'clock uh, league pass, a little bit later game. The Utah Jazz visit the Los Angeles Clippers. So the Jazz playing the Lakers, then the Clippers, uh, staying essentially you know back to back 
you know, two and three in the same arena. Uh, the Jazz six and three, Clippers four and four. Of course, this is just, you know, current records. Um, the, I could see that game going either way. Again, of course, being a Jazz fan myself, I hope the Jazz can win that. Uh, but we'll we'll see. So that takes us through this weekend's games, kind of summarizing, pointing out some some matchups to to look out for, some games that could be interesting going forward. Um, let's real quick jump to the homepage and talk some news. I know that yesterday I promised we'd only talk about the Nets when we absolutely have to. So I'll very briefly mention some news that came out today. Uh, the Nets will suspend Kyrie Irving for at least five games without pay. Um there's been a statement that was posted by either Kyrie Irving or the Nets. Uh, Adam Silver addressed that and said it would not be, uh, it wasn't enough of a statement. They needed to do more. There needed to be an official apology. Um, and Kyrie Irving has simply failed to bring about that uh, official, clear apology statement. Um, and there was even an interview that I caught a clip of today from a shoot around where they the reporters were asking him for a simple you know are you anti-semitic yes or no uh can you provide a simple apology and for whatever reason he danced around it and kind of refused to say um yes or no on his beliefs and whether or not he truly just straightforward apologized for those things so really bizarre stuff again well i'm sure we'll keep updated on the situation as it happens um in other news, uh, we can also talk about James Harden. This is pretty big news for Philadelphia fans. Uh, James Harden will be out one month with foot injury. I believe that was originally reported on by Woj uh, from ESPN, of course. Um, sorry, doing turning away from the mic to check for official news here. Um, right foot tendon strain. Expected to miss a month. Again, that was Woj. Uh, also, we can mention a little bit more clear update on the Josh Joshua Primo situation with the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, it says both the Spurs and Joshua Primo were sued over exposure allegations. Lawsuit alleges organization tolerated abhorrent conduct. So um, uh, let's see, NBA has a little bit more specific sued by a former team psychologist. Uh, former Spurs performance psychologist claims Primo exposed himself to her multiple times. Yikes. That's a pretty horrendous thing to, to read about. Uh, let's see. Lawsuit filed in Bexar County. Nine times. Oh, geez. Uh, if you want to get the specifics, I'm sure you can find um, this article on the NBA website, on ESPN. I'm sure there's plenty of news sources we're breaking the news I'll, I'll explain a little bit about it i don't want to get into the real specifics because it's kind of unpleasant to read about uh improper sexual conduct to organizations leadership um yeah he was waived so of course uh this is these are some pretty substantial claims um Hopefully there's, you know, a just lawsuit or lawsuit, you know, make sure that uh, the facts are uh, brought to light. If if this is all true, this is pretty horrible. Um, you would hope that there would be some justice as far as uh, imagine maybe some jail time. Um, so, it, you know, 
there's a lot to read through here. Uh, it's it's pretty horrible to to read that something like this could happen. Um, you know, it seems like most times when something comes out like this, uh, there's at least some truth to it, if not, you know, all of it's true. Um, you hope that someone doesn't have to deal with something like this. Um, and also you hope that, you know, it, it just didn't happen, but, uh, this looks pretty, pretty substantial. So that's going to be a pretty big, uh, distraction for the Spurs. That's, you know, talking about a guy derailing his career. There's a lot to get into there and I'm sure we'll have more chance as more details come out. Uh, but that's also another news, uh, story to keep posted on. Um, yeah, another, let's see, going back to the Kyrie Irving issue, Silver will be meeting, Adam Silver, of course, NBA commissioner, will be meeting with Irving next week to discuss, uh, again, the anti-Semitic material that was shared. Also, an update on the Miles Bridges situation. Uh, Miles Bridges pleads no contest to domestic violence charge, uh, pleads guilty to one felony count of injuring a child's parent agreeing to do so in exchange for three years probation and no jail time. Okay. So, so, uh, an agreement there to, to just, you know, plead guilty. And in that case, probation, no jail time. I imagine that's going to put a, let's see. I don't think he was re-signed by Charlotte from what I remember. And so that's going to be, it's going to be pretty tough for his career. He's, of course, a guy that has, you know, shown a lot of talent. He had a pretty solid year for Charlotte last year. Um, again, something to keep updated on. That's pretty uh, pretty bad to hear about. Um, not a lot of fun with these news here, uh, these news stories. Uh, here's one. Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young expects to play through eye injury. Oh, interesting. He's been wearing the, the glasses. I didn't realize that. He's pulling a Mari Stoudemire here. Suffered an injury to his left eye in the team's comeback win Wednesday in New York. Interesting. So this is, again, I'm hoping to get more updated and actually be on top of these things rather than finding them out when doing the podcast. But, um, you know, it's good to know. Young's, of course, having another solid year. His percentages are not stellar, but it's early in the year. Um, you expect him to, you know, be in the all-star conversation. Um, but that's again, something to keep in, keep an eye out for, no pun intended. Uh, oh, this is an interesting tidbit. When, so Luka Doncic has scored 30 or more points in each of his first seven games in the season. Uh, the most recent coming against the Utah Jazz, uh, 33 points in that game. And that joins... Uh, Jack Twyman and Wilt Chamberlain as the only players to do so to start the season. Wilt did it twice in the 1960 season as well as the 1963 season. Jack Twyman also did it in the 1960 season. So very interesting. Jack Twyman, of course, that's a name I'd like to talk about a little bit more when we have the chance on the show. Regardless, let's take a look, get caught up on this game. Denver's pulling ahead a little bit, 114-105 right now. Uh, four minutes left in the fourth. Very interesting to see that. Of course, Denver trying to build some momentum, start to uh, cement a place in that top group in the West. Um, 
Yeah, I think that gets us caught up on most everything. Of course, uh, tomorrow will be the debut uh, or the, the opening night for the G League season. That'll be worth uh, looking out for, keep staying tuned into. Um, so that gets us covered on news, game summaries, uh, game previews for this next week. Again, talking about next week's schedule, we're going to focus on doing the show every night of the week there doing our planned segments, getting right. I mean, these first three weeks of the season, we've been doing the show, but it's been uh, a little bit uh, a little bit off, you know, um, as far as the consistency and doing the segments that we'd like to do, um, as well as being able to get everyone on the same page. Um, with that, let me discuss kind of the next few days. Um, of course, originally I'd hoped to be able to do the show uh, tomorrow, but that will not be able to happen. I missed last week's show on Friday, of course, with some family plans. This week, a little bit more substantial. Not that last week was invalid, but this week I'm moving. Uh, tomorrow and Saturday, I'm going to be taking the time to get fully packed up. Uh, and then Saturday, be moving to, uh, to new, a new apartment, starting up a new job. Big changes in my personal life. And so I simply don't have the time commitment right now to be able to make uh, a podcast work, especially when I'm going to need to be packing up all of the equipment that I've used. The It's not very much equipment, but, you know, computer and uh, things like that to uh, I'll have to pack those things up so that I can actually move. Um, so that's we won't be doing the show Friday. Um, again, I'll be moved into my new apartment on Saturday hopefully get things unpacked, set up uh, over the next couple of days. Monday's show, I'm going to tentatively say we should be back for Monday's show. Now, it's going to be a bit iffy as far as if I have everything moved in, if I have things set up where I'd like them to be. Um, I'm working on, this is how much of a nerd I am, I actually have a, a 3D uh app that i've used to like lay out the apartment and how i want you know give, gives me some time to test out furniture layouts and see how i want things to be set up in the apartment um but regardless i'm, I'm trying to do my best to plan out the move a little bit ahead of time so that it can be a smooth move in and uh i can get started you know hit the ground running with that so no show for friday at this time Monday, uh, which will be the 7th, November 7th, I am tentatively planning for a show, but I think it helps to preemptively say instead of, you know, suddenly no show and having after the fact me saying, sorry, we missed because of these reasons. If I do miss a show Monday, simply know that it's getting, you know, I'm getting my new life set up uh, for to be a little bit dramatic. We will definitively have a show Tuesday, no matter what. Um, but also, again, Monday, we should have a show. We're, we're shooting for five days, all five days next week. Week four, getting into a real strong rhythm. That's the goal. We'll keep you posted on that. With that, that kind of takes us through most everything. Let's catch a little bit of this Denver-Oklahoma City game to hopefully give us a little bit more substance in this week's sh or in tonight's show. Ooh. Tuning right in, Jamal Murray drains a corner three, 120 to 108, just under three minutes in the game. You imagine that 
maybe Denver had a little bit of a sloppy start and now they're starting to kind of lock that in. They're, they're turning up the, the dial, turning the switch, whatever you want to call it. Uh, right now in the game, you've got Jokic, Murray. Ooh, bad pass there. Able to recover it. Caldwell Pope, Aaron Gordon, and Bruce Brown. Interesting. I wonder if they have – so they've got Pope and Bruce Brown starting alongside each other in kind of that wing, you know, 2-3 set. Of course, you got SGA, Josh Giddy, Pokashevsky, Muscala, and Dort out there. That's kind of the lineup you'd expect. Um, yeah. 120 to 108, still under two minutes. They get the ball to Jokic. You have to expect and Jokic complains. <laughs> oh, that was a little bit brutal. Complains to the ref, then tries to do the no-look pass just a little bit off from Aaron Gordon, and he wasn't expecting it anyways. Um, so I'm bringing it back up. Just a small comment. I've noticed that Jokic is one of the more vocal with referees uh, that I've seen in recent seasons um you know most guys do a lot of talking with the officials anyways Jokic just <laughs> seems a lot more genuinely angry as compared to disappointed they didn't get the call or upset with that particular call Jokic like there's something about him maybe it's his his demeanor in general he just seems like he hates having to deal with refs almost you know I can't claim anything for sure I you know uh, just a fan, total outside perspective, but it's always funny to watch. Um, regardless, Jamal Murray up top, feeding Jokic. Yeah, you've got just about a minute left. You have to think that Denver's pretty much got this game at this point. little runner from Jokic, no good. Robinson Earl brings it up the court. I think he's actually been the guy starting for them at center, even though he's a little bit undersized. Pokashevsky, no good on the runner, potentially a little bit of an offensive foul. They get the tip. Under a minute to go, down 10. I don't think there's going to be a comeback. Here's Jalen Williams, the rookie. Uh, that's Jalen E-N, not L-Y-N, because there are two Jalen Williams that are rookies on the Thunder. Kind of an interesting situation there. Step back mid-range for Murray, and that's going to just about seal it for Denver. So we'll go ahead and close out that game. That Officially brings us up fully to date with uh, pretty much tonight's action. We've got a look ahead to what the next couple of days have for us. Let's close with our This Day in History closing facts here. Uh, so on This Day in History, November 3rd of 1989, uh, so a little more than 30 years ago, about 30, 33, 34 years ago at this point, uh, Serunas Marshallonis and Alexander Volkov became the first players from the Soviet Union to participate in a regular season NBA game. Marshallonis scored 19 points as Golden State lost to Phoenix, 136 to 106, and Volkov was held scoreless as Atlanta lost to Indiana, 126 to 103. Pretty cool fact there. Um, of course, in the recent you know decades, the last 20, 30 decades. 20 to 30 years of the NBA, there's been a huge explosion of international talent where we did not see that for the first 40 or 50 years uh, or didn't see it in nearly as great a numbers. And of course it really began 
around the 90s. This, of course, in 89, just before. Um, but regardless, a cool fact to mention. And with that, we will close up tonight's show. Thank you again for listening. Again, we will not have a show Friday, but we will tentatively plan on being back Monday, if not Tuesday for sure. And we will uh, be strong. We'll have our week three MVP. We'll have fully updated power rankings. We'll do award race discussions. We'll talk about franchise directions. We're going to talk about all sorts of that stuff uh, next week. But with that, again, I thank you for listening and we will catch you later.